Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, thank you all. I, my gosh, I am in awe right now. I just want to tell everybody out there, thank you so much for all of your support for this upcoming weekend. This upcoming weekend, you know, being born in Seattle, so to speak, a weekend to shift from fear to love uh, all around a vision, an idea, a personal commitment of a Seattle firefighter named Eric Lawyer. So let me just make this announcement. OneTheEvent.org is the website that you're going to want to go to. That's OneTheEvent.org. And there are speakers that are coming and participating from all over the world. Friday and Saturday, there will be workshops. There will be panels. There will be ways for you to interact online. Everything will be webcast and much more. Lindsay Wagner will be joining a panel, be doing a talk, along with so many, so many visionaries, leaders in the field of human potential, all to talk about the shift, how to create that place of love. More recently, we just found out that Deepak Chopra will be doing a webcast on Sunday morning, along with a special intention that's going to be set by Lynn McTaggart. I will be doing the radical forgiveness moment in the afternoon with the 2011 Heroes of Forgiveness Award winners, two of the most amazing people, unlikely people, but yet at the same time took their journey together, one of them nearly beating the other to death 20 years ago, now coming full circle in the spirit of love. Tonight's show is about getting that connection Learn, live, and love with intuitive consultant and medium Beth Lynch. Now, I know this topic of love is going to be near and dear to her heart, but what happens when we all come together? What happens if you are like this incredible individual, this firefighter that has an idea, a vision, something that won't let him go? Is he intuitive? How would you describe him? Beth Lynch, joining me here today, is someone that is both a student and a teacher of metaphysical studies. She has been doing this for over 15 years. She knows what it takes to bring peace and fulfillment into one's life. Founder of the Inner Light Awareness and Practitioner Program, passionate about teaching meditation, but also the author of Journey to Light, Meditation for the Soul, a six-week meditation correspondence course. Tonight's show is going to take you into the world of mediumship. What does it mean to channel spirit? You know, what is it about each and every one of us that has this ability or not? Tonight, open your hearts, keep your eyes bright, and join us for a conversation 
about learning, living, and loving. Thank you so much, Beth, for joining us. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It's it's a pleasure and honor. (laughs) You know, the question that I love to ask everyone that I interview, and especially folks that have been on the path that you've been on, is this one. You know, given what I've just said about you, given your life, you know, all of the things that you've looked at, you've done, the communication that you do, uh, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you've that you've had, oh, look, I'm getting a message now, that you've had to overcome. Spirit's calling. I'm telling you, I'm, it's coming right in. Things that you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment. Well, you know, your opening line, the shift from fear to really understanding love. And there is so much fear in, you know, I go back to as a child being very sensitive, thoughts and feelings of people that were standing around me, um, to just uh, these little faces I saw that were quite not, um, you know, who were they hovering over me at weird times, and it scared me, and there was such fear. And then you have some traditional teachings that, you know, you, you shouldn't, over there, you know, it's it's the sacred ground, and you're not supposed to be over there, you know, and see that, those kind of things and communicate with that. So when you move through the fear then the shift can take place. And, you know, unfortunately, and I don't know if I want to say unfortunately, but when I went through it, a lot of that took place more in my adult life. And then as a, an intuitive and teaching meditation to children and the mediumship has shown me that each decade, each generation is highly sensitive to it younger and younger. And the key word is natural. It is much more natural than we realize to be in tune with the with the spirit world because the spirit world is where our spirit truly understands it is from so we consistently and constantly are in separation from the day we choose to to be consciousness on the planet to the birth in the physical mother the cord is cut the energy is cut and there's constant separation and it is about our journeys and our purpose is really about the union of our spirit and our self which is our personality and the spirit being our relationship to our oneness, our universal consciousness, God, whatever words you're comfortable with. And those are the obstacles. And the thing is, those obstacles are seen in our relationships, in our choices, in our challenges, in illness. But it's seen in in birth, and it's seen in the celebrations, and it's seen in, in, in the simplest things like nature. So it is getting past the fear that it will just propel you energetically and naturally into understanding. And that's what I am so passionate about teaching people, and as well as I know in the spirit world communication, what they're always trying to show us, the simple things. And it's natural, and it's within us all to to understand this communication. You know, this is such an important conversation with you here, because I, I don't know if you heard me make the announcement about an unprecedented event that's taking place in Seattle, but it'll be broadcast worldwide. And, you know, this is the dream, let's just say, or the vision of a Seattle firefighter. And I, I don't know if I mentioned this either, Beth, but I, I wanted to just mention, you know, this is a guy who's using his life savings to produce a three-day event. It is completely free to the public. It will be webcast worldwide. You know, how does one describe 
when someone gets a calling like that? How does one describe that, you know, from the world of spirit? Mm, beautifully put. And I wrote down his website, and I want to make sure I have it correctly as well, and I will uh, Facebook and put some things out on the You You know, it's such a feeling of peace yet passion and such love is the word that you know when i'm channeling and you know when i remember a medium saying to me you know your mother is telling me from spirit you're not using your gifts and abilities and you will sit and help people and i remember looking at her like well first of all in fear and second of all that's wow don't lay that heavy stuff on me (laughs) i'm here to talk to my mother just to know if she's okay but that feeling that i had the minute in that chair was 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 like a shaking you know but it was a vibrational shake and it was different than a fear shake and i knew something was shifting in me and that's a cellular shift and you know it to your core and you may not understand it i didn't leave that room understanding anything i actually bought a book on channeling and couldn't read it i got nauseous because it made me shake in fear and i guess it was because i didn't understand the magnitude of where those doors that were opening in that moment were going to take me. I wasn't ready for that complete door. And when you just feel this in something, in this passion, and he was driven, and, you know, it's kind of like the movie with the baseball with Kevin Costner, build it and they will come. Right. When start, yeah, when you start seeing it and seeing yourself and you're happy and you know you're fulfilling it, even if logic, even if people around you don't think it makes sense, but you just feel this, and it brings tears to my eyes just saying it, you go, and the magnetics, the natural pull of the law of attraction, the universal magnetical system around us will make it happen. And fear has to be out because it is a frequency that lowers the magnetics and reduces and loosens the pull. I guess that's the way I feel I have to explain it. <laughs> I love it. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you, because, you know, it's so interesting um, uh, you know, this conversation about uh, how connected we are to spirit, how, how we follow this, this either calling or pull or whatever the soul's got in store for us. And, you know, Beth, I wanted, I wanted to ask you uh, about this idea of, of what it is to be a medium, what it is to channel spirit. And, you know, what part of that do you feel is so unique? And what part of that does each of us have within us? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, beautifully, I loved all those questions because as a medium, I feel we're a medium between two worlds. You know, as a medium, I say we are highly sensitive to thoughts and feelings of spirit. Um, of, of Also, let's bring it down to we are highly sensitive to the thoughts and feelings of those around us, the situations around us. So it begins there, but also... Everything is energy and everything is spirit. So that means why would the spirit world be exempt? You know what I mean? So when you, you, when you understand the word medium, it becomes a much more natural feeling. And I, I'm, I feel I'm on this kind of passionate, uh, take the, the misconceptions out and understand the highest truth of who you are as a spiritual and a human being. And it tends to answer the question, the questions too because if you understand who you are as a spirit your relationship to god universe oneness higher power source um then and you understand who you are as a as a human being and we don't separate 
everything comes together and we all are a medium between two worlds. And I think the biggest challenge is the ignoring, which creates ignorance, to these teachings or understandings. I, I love what you just said. I love this. I love this conversation. For those of you just tuning in, Beth Lynch joining me here today, intuitive consultant, medium, founder of Inner Light Teaching. She's here with us to share the visions, the insights from the spirit world. We're going to be opening up the phone lines as well. But what you said is just, for me, so refreshing. And even though when we were asked to participate in this event, onetheevent.org is the website, onetheevent.org, I said yes. I didn't know why. I said yes to broadcasting all three days over the weekend. It is unfolding as if, as if none of us could have planned this any better. Everyone around us said you can't pull something like this off in three months. And yet here we are. And every one of us it has continued to say yes, maybe without the technology, maybe without other things, but certainly with the idea that something is calling us. Is that, is, is that something the way you describe this idea of spirit and us being ready for it? Exactly. And, you know, when I throw together something quickly, it's like I can sit here and, 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 and three, four minutes have it, tuk, tuk, tuk. okay, I'm going to put this little uh, class together, this thing together. Uh-huh. And you know what I mean? It You feel it, and it comes together for you, and it's getting bigger because, you know, the, the whole, you know, who we are as a species, we need, it is no longer, you know, that stuff and that, and it is about healing, and it is about love, and it is about this pull as a species, spiritually and physically, uniting the two. That's 2012. There should be no fear. We're living in the breakdown. We're living in the big shifts, and we're living in the planet actually shifting right along with us. And it is about that. It You will plan things. Things will come together. Energy is so accelerated. If you want to heal, your healing will begin. If you want to suffer, you're going to plummet. Well, that, that is uh, that, that is, is what well I'm said. told in sessions. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, this is really it. You know, someone had said um, uh, uh, that, you know, this is a tipping point. It's a crossroads uh, for so many people. You know, in what you do and what you've seen and the people you've trained, the workshops you've done, you, you know, how is it that some people, like yourself, are really called to be able to have this exquisite communication, as they say, with the other side. Uh, other people hear messages. And, and then there are those of us that may look for signs, but once we see them, we don't know what to do. Well, I can tell you, when um, the, to receive the soul, the spirit world, the soul, even our, even our higher self will speak to us often in symbols, metaphors, the dream state, when the logical mind will not be able to kind of uh, twist it and analyze it. And it comes through emotion. And a lot of times the emotion connected to the messages, the signs, and are, are very, it's, they're, they're hard, they make you want to cry. They raise you into something that's, you know, and sometimes it's going to be release of lower feelings and emotion, which could be sadness. And in my case with the channeling, I see so much grief, so much pain, you know, in a mother's eyes who's lost a child or 
a spouse or, you know, I mean, the, the pain. And the more you embrace your own spirit and you nurture who you are as a spiritual being, and that I am committed to and have been committed to for since I've lost, you know, my mother and father 17, 18 years ago now. And at some point it clicked and I realized the commitment and the consistency to the nurturing and the it's not work. When people say to me, oh, i got to work on this, no, I say change the word work to devotion. You are devoting to yourself and who you are as a spiritual and a human being. If you start doing that, those things that you start receiving, you feel the emotion, but it's not going to, it's not that, it's not a scary emotion. It can be scary to receive. I mean, I can remember being terrified as a child, you know, and, and a young adult even when I would, I would think of someone and two days later they would physically leave the planet. They would die and it would be like, uh-huh. oh my God, you know, why, why do I got to know that? And it's not, I was just sensitive to their physical energy and their, well, really their spirit starting to pull away from the physical. This is ongoing. We're all experiencing it. You know, you know, and maybe it's not always with physical death, thank goodness, but someone calls you, you think of them, they call you the next day. Did they think of you or did you think of them first? Well, who knows, but either way, <laughs> the wavelength traveled and you felt it. Exactly. Do you believe as a society, as, you know, globally, do you believe that we are getting more intuitive or is that too much of a generalization to make? No, we are because we have to. I was received, I don't know if I was doing a message re- reading or if it was a meditation I was doing. No, it was a meditation I was doing with myself. And I remember I'd put out there, why are we in this place? It was about the time we were going to war, this last war, and I was very, my cells hurt when we went to war. I could feel where this was going. This was not get in, get out. And I could feel it, and I felt so, my cells hurt. That was the only way to explain how I felt when we went to war. And I remember, and you know, not to get into all the causes, but that's what I felt. I felt very sick inside. And I said, why are we here again? Why do we even have to bring ourselves into something like this? Why is this, Why as a species are we here again? Haven't we learned? And I remember the next day, and for some reason when I do dishes, I get a lot of inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> like I get this, I'll, I'll put something out there, and then like within the next day or two, I won't look for it, I'll be doing the dishes, and I get this, emotional little rush in my body and it's like oh you know and i know i'm gonna i'm gonna get hear a message and i heard these words you have evolved as a species technically but not spiritually that is why you are where you are and i remember i just this this peace came into me because i went i asked that didn't i we have evolved technically to astounding places but not spiritually, and we are now in a place where we have not to, not really catch up, but get the balance. Well, this is um, for for many people. You know, this is something that we're feeling. You know, we're feeling it in our bodies. We're feeling it in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you speak as they say, you communicate with people on the other side, uh, and yet you're in a world. Right now, we're all in this world where everybody is trying to be so logical and rational, yet when we get an opportunity to have those conversations with the other line, we are signing up immediately. What, do, what is it that you sense 
What is it that you sense that people are longing for? Uh, you know, the word that just flew right out, and it was peace, inner peace, mm. and and love. There are so many people not feeling love because they are looking outside themselves. And I'm talking from, I've seen people bring me their 8-year-olds to to an 80-year-old sitting in front of me. The lack of love in the species is 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 a little scary. And mm-hmm. the thing is, it's the lack of love of the spirit and the self is one. It's always the looking outside of the self. Love is a force. It's an energy. It's a, it is a peace. It's an intelligence. And it's an instinct. When you just asked about instinct, the Indians went on instinct. Animals went on instinct. They had a natural emotional connection to nature to their spirit, to who they are. Animals are amazing in channelings. And I don't go around saying I channel, I'm a pet medium, but they come in. I mean, (laughs) you know, they do come in. And they are amazing. Their emotion that an owner has with a pet can be as, as, as delicate as another they have with another human being. So this instinct is not, it's like we're looking for it, but we need to be in connect. Our instincts are our survival. They They save us. They guide us. They help us make choice. Our instincts are just, but it's pure emotion. And we're in a constant, we're as a species, we're constantly suppressing it. Not only with where it used to be recreational, but now where it's prescribed and it's legal to suppress our emotional atmosphere or emotional body. And it's causing some serious complications out there. It's keeping me busy. <laughs> well, I, guess, I was just going to say, it must be keeping you busy. So let's talk about, you know, the idea of mediumship and meditation. You know, it's interesting, two words that almost sound the same, don't you think? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, they sound the same. Um, it, it, you know, the people that you work with uh, that call you, that set up sessions, that do so many different things, it's so incredible You know, we have one of them on the line that would love to chat with you. I'd love to be able to bring Kim on, if you don't mind. No, I'd love it. Let's do it. Kim, are you on? You're uh, calling in from Louisiana. Uh, Welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Dr. Pat. I'm a big fan. Thank you so much for taking my call. All right. How can... I want to introduce you to, you know, if you have not heard of uh, Beth Lynch, I certainly want to introduce you right now. And how can we help you tonight? Hello, yeah, Kim. I was, yeah, hi, um, Beth. I was hoping that maybe you could give me some sort of message. Um, unfortunately, my ex, my son's biological father, was molesting him. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm so ready to move on with my life, and I'm so ready for some sort of closure. And this thing has gone on for two and a half years. And I'm hoping for anything at this point all right there's the the first sense i'm getting is a grandmother that has is watching over you and i don't know if it's your grandmother or the child's grandmother yeah one of the two over there can you acknowledge your grandmother yeah huh yes i can okay and i do see um a rose and i feel like she wants to use the rose as a, a metaphor message to say you know love me she loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. And I feel that she's trying to say that this rose is within your own heart. 
and that the the energy of love has been very compromised here, obviously, not to mention the major betrayal that has gone on uh, for the child. Um, and, you know, the more that you can heal this, and, you know, and just earlier it was, you know, when Dr. Pat was talking about radical forgiveness. Forgiveness is going to be very important on your part in order for the child to heal. Yeah. All right? And And the child will heal. I feel the child can heal. I really feel this. But I don't know if it looks that way, but I feel the child has to be able, you have to heal this first. I mean, and and there's demons. This person fights with demons. I don't really use that word lightly either. And I'm not saying demons are an outside thing coming at them. The demons within this person. And I feel that um, I don't know what's up with the throat and why I'm feeling around the neck. Is there someone in spirit who may have hmm, crossed over with the neck? Yes. You know what I'm saying, right? Yes. Yeah. And who is that to you? Is that? Um, I don't know. It would have been my. It would have been my. Um, I'm almost positive that my ex's grandfather killed himself by hanging. Right. Mm. So he. Yeah. I don't know what his sense of uh, ownership to this is, or just that he's saying he's watching over, but he's in the light, obviously, or I wouldn't be picking up on him, and that's mm-hmm. always a good thing even right. in spite of different things that can happen. But um, I just feel that he's watching closely over, and I just, you know, I feel you have to claim the power within your yourself and not worry about love. You worry about love. I don't know why. Don't worry about love. Nurture the love of who you are. This new path in front of you, you're going to be fine, and I feel new work around you, so it's kind of going into that. And I feel you doing better than you could ever dreamed of, but you have to start being able to dream that you can do that. That's your biggest um, obstacle right now. See yourself waking up happy. See yourself, you know, going to the store and getting everything you need. I really feel this in daily survival. Or maybe even just being happy to be able to do that. I don't know the context of how I should say it exactly. But see this. And it's it's there for you. Three months, everything can be different. Your life can be completely shifted into a higher frequency is what I would call it. A place where you and your and your child and what's up with his fingernails? Does he bite his fingernails a lot? Um actually his dad did, but he doesn't. Alright, that's although his dad he sucks then? his thumb a lot. But his dad he, did. Yeah. Alright, he sucks his thumb a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, yeah, the fingernail thing and that's a real the the nervous system is you know, I don't want to scare everybody that does their fingernails, but I feel a real gnawing with him like He's got intensity inside his body that's still very much there. Is he getting help? I mean, I don't know. He's yeah, invading yeah. someone else's privacy. He's yeah. not asking for the reading, but yeah, yeah. yeah he's and, and he, he's got a new psychiatrist. Trust in the energy of love. Trust in the energy of love again. I know maybe you've had some hard or hard hits with it, but trust it's there. Grandmother wants to say it's there, and I don't know if she likes to bake something with apples or apple pie or apple something, but there's some baked apples all around me right now. Oh, that's wonderful. Do you see any kind of, like, closure, like legal closure? Uh, let's see what I can feel in a legal sense. Well, I feel he's, you know, the vision of him biting his nails, I guess he's very nervous about it. Is he in? Is he away? Um, yeah, he, he saw him at Christmas for video chat, was supervised, right? But then he mm-hmm. hasn't seen him for two and a half years. But he lives in our same community. Yeah. I mean, he has yeah, not a registered feel, um, as a sex offender. 
I don't know. I always say with people, I'm trying to tune into. The, I don't know if the outcome maybe isn't seen yet or real, but if for you, for this wondering of justice, divine justice is a powerful mantra that every time you think of the situation, you want to embrace the divine justice. The word divine is a, is a mystical word with so much power to lift frequency in a situation. You're not trying to manipulate or control it. You're trying to help you in the emotional coping of it as well, heal it, Use divine justice. Keep it going. Um, I have to say, is he? Could he go away? Because I just saw bars slam shut. Um. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty intuitive, and I I do believe that they're getting ready to. Uh, they're getting ready to slam him. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I saw like I in my head could hear the metal hit, and I saw it slammed. That's that to me is a pretty powerful. Sign yeah. that justice is going to be served on the physical level as well. Right. But divine hey, justice you. and you healing as well will help the child, okay? Yeah. Hey, thank you so much, um, Beth. That was really beautiful. And I'm sorry it was such an extreme example to have to go to. But I do want to say that I was really inspired, Dr. Pat, by the opening and by the, you know, the one event, everything and all your talk. And I was like, okay, yay. And you <laughs> see, but I'm still... I have, I'm still, because I have to live, because I live every day with my son who's got a developmental delay and he's like, you know, under 12 years old and he's very intense on happy little boy and it's like, it's really hard for me to forgive because it's in my face all the time. And yeah, I'm just well, remember the forgiveness of you forgiving and praying, maybe just say I embrace the strength to forgive, don't yeah. ask how or wonder if you can because interesting that my message strongly started out, if you forgive, the child will be able to. It's not going to be the other way around. And right. your energy and frequency is around your child so much. And if you go to my website, there's a, a, a under the meditation corner, there's a little area for kids' meditation, and it's a very basic step that actually adults can use too. And you can use that. You can print it out and start doing it with him. And cool. it, it will be very helpful. And meditation mm -hmm. helps the frequency. His emotional frequency, you know, has got to be, you know, definitely, you know, a little confused right now. So right. let's, you know, do whatever you can. Go to that. I, I know if you stay consistent with it, doing the little um, silent circle with him, that you're going to start healing him from the energy in his spirit, and then it will come into physical manifestation. I love this message. I love this. Let me just say one thing to you. When I talk about the word forgiveness, I just want to be really clear. I have always approached forgiveness, and I'll say this from a very selfish point of view and everyone I work with. It's never really about condoning the act or agreeing with it. So I just want to be clear. It's not about saying, oh, I condone that act of violence. I agree with that act of violence. And, and what I really hope is what, what, uh, what we're talking about here, what Beth just shared is so important because all of us have gone through and gotten to that place where we've held so much resentment and anger in our bodies that our bodies actually started to rebel from it. And so many of us have been sick, life-threatening disease and so forth. And all I'm saying is exactly what I think Betha said. Oh my gosh, your son's spirit will just soar from the vibration of love. Do you see what I'm saying, Kim? 
absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and that's right. We're, you're not condoning it. And a lot of no. times it's hard for people to separate that. It's the last thing. Um, you, you know, you, you could, as a human being, it's hard to condone anything like that. But the forgiveness exactly. is just, hmm. Yeah. Right. We forgive for ourselves. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. we do. And we, and yeah. you know, I love this. I have been, you know, I'm so glad you brought this up because I'm actually from New York. I was born in New York. Um, and the first time that I drove to New York City without seeing the Twin Towers, I cried. And, you know, so people that are seeing our involvement in this event, you know, are saying to me, are you out of your mind? You know, how can you be involved in taking a moment of love? How can you be involved? And I said, let's look at it differently then. How can we not be involved in moving away from fear? How can we not be involved in, sh- in shifting from fear to anything else that you might want to go to? Yeah. So my heart goes out to you and your son, and I so feel for you as someone who grew up being learning different, as they call it now. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing this. You're an inspiration to me. Oh, thank you so thank much, you. ladies, and um, have a blessed evening. Don't forget, thank even though there's 7 billion people on the planet, there's only one of us here. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, come on. You know, I have said this on the uh, today on the show, Beth. You know, we have the most amazing listeners on the planet. I mean, don't you just wish that she was here and we could just give her this big hug? I know we the did that. The biggest hug ever. And her little boy, I'm just going to keep him in light. And I hope she goes to the site and does the little meditation. It's so powerful for kids. It's so simple. And they just got to do it. And, and it'll work. And it'll help him separate those emotions that are the lower frequency. Everything's frequency. Everything. Well, let's do this before we go to a short break. Let's give out your website. Let's let people know how to find out more about you. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to give her a call-in number again. Okay. The website is innerlightteaching.com, and it has a lot of uh, things just to go. It has a a meditation corner to go listen to a little 11-minute meditation. It has meditations to read and the children's meditation is there as well and um, just visit innerlightteaching.com it's a beautiful experience and it gives you more information on my services classes and different events that i have coming up all right thank you let's take a short break everyone we'll be right back with the dr pat show for those of you that want to call in and connect just like kim did uh call our toll-free number 888-627-6008 that's 888-627-6008, and Seth is right there. He'll pick up the phone. We will connect you with my very special guest today. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. What if your best friend could take a peek into the future? Psychic, author, and cosmic coach Dougal Fraser is that friend. He's the queer guy with a third eye. From gossip to gurus, meditation to martinis, the Dougal Fraser Show is a call-in advice show that provides insights and information on creating your best life. Every Tuesday at 10, he'll take calls and talk about love, money, sex, pop culture, and give free advice. No topic is off limits. It's the Dougal Fraser Show. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. 
Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Imagine you had a way to protect yourself from cancer, depression, disease, and dispel the nastiest bugs that attempt to hide undetected. Take a moment to wonder, how does that feel? How powerful? Did you know that enough golden sunlight produces vitamin D in your body to protect itself against disease? Producing enough vitamin D can kill cancer, even help with weight loss. This amazing little vitamin is actually not a vitamin at all but a powerhouse of protection that can activate your body's innate healing ability, but only if you have enough in your blood to shine the light. Tune in to award-winning author Dr. Lucinda Messer as she shares how you can harness the power of sunlight to create a healthy body and mind. Her book, Powerful Medicine, Vitamin D, Shedding Light on a Worldwide Health Crisis, is like having a vitamin D expert on hand to answer all your health questions. For more information, visit PowerfulD.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, joining me here today is Beth Lynch. And as I said before, I think we have time to get a, a caller or two in here. And let me just tell you that the best way to do that is to call our toll-free number, 888 uh, You know, Beth, you and I were both so touched by that last call, weren't we? Mm, yes, definitely. Very intense situation and circumstances, and when a child's involved, oh. oh. What is it that called you, first of all, to, to do the things you do, but what is it that called you to write the book that you wrote, to really take a message out into the world? I mean, you know, writing a book is a big deal. I know because I'm procrastinating about it. <laughs> oh, and I procrastinated for so long, but I could feel this pull of the separation, again, of, of people, who they are is spirit. And I've been meditating for quite a few years, and I, I kept feeling that I had to put something to help people understand who they were, again, as a spiritual being and a human being. And how to, I was constantly talking about it and talking about it and experiencing things and 
doing my own meditations. And then one week I had like eight calls from people that said, I would love to take a class with you. I don't live there. or And, and I really didn't even have, you know, this was like, you know, well, five years. I don't even know when I wrote it now. I can't even remember. And time time goes out the window. And I remember thinking, how am I going to reach these people? You know, and I said, God, I have no time to put together in a, a class right now. I don't know. You know, universe, I'm putting it out there. How can I reach these people? And I just like, I love to talk to the universe like that. Talk to the universe. It listens. And again, your way of, is it angels? Is it God? Is it... Is it a is it the Buddha? Who do you want to talk to? Know who your source is. Make a relationship with with something if you don't know or if you're confused. It's all of the above, and get comfortable with that. But I realize that you first must get comfortable with who your spirit your spirit you know in that relationship is. So the book inspired me. You know, I started just jotting down little things and little notes, and I said, you know, I just. This mean this keep it simple. I kept it simple. I started writing things down, and then it started happening. And then one day, I w- and I started to put it as weeks. Let's do this week, and then this week we'll do this. And you know, there are meditations, and everything to me is meditation. It is meditation is mediation. And, and when you pointed out how words can sound so similar, medium meditation, and then I thought mediation. We're mediating between our spirit and who we are as a human being when we meditate. So allow for that mediation. A few minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, don't worry about time. A few minutes adds up. Your energy bank adds up. Okay, it really does. And then I just kind of, I was meditating one day walking down the lake and I did a little yoga and I sat down by the edge of the water and I started to breathe and I literally felt my chakras, you know, those energy doorways opening and I could feel the colors and I was actually... And and I, I was familiar with the chakras. I'd been teaching the Inner Light Awareness Program for a while, and, you know, I was co- comfortable with the color and the sound of them. I, I've already worked with them for a while before I did Journey in the Light. And then I literally, I got to the heart chakra, and I just said, thank you, God, for that I can feel this. This isn't knowing this. I'm feeling it. And I literally heard in my head, week three, <laughs> and I realized, those things are not just notes anymore. I was on to something. <laughs> I was writing my book a little bit, I know. And that's really how it came about. Well, you know, this is what I love about having a conversation with you. Um, it really is like like life, I think, is kind of meant to unfold. It's that one step at a time. You know, it's mm-hmm. that place that we all get to go and decide whether we want to say yes or no. Uh, and, and I, and I love, love, love how you just described this. You know, let's talk to our listeners about, you know, what they'll find in the book, how the book will help them. You will learn how to create a, a daily practice, daily devotion, or call it weekly, call it what you want. I really am big on the daily few minutes anyway, if you don't have 10 or 15, to get into the, to the natural flow of your relationship through slowing your thought process down, but also crossing the line between the intellectual relationship that you have with your higher power, with God, with the universe, into the emotional. And that is the key. When you cross that line, and as a species, that's what we're searching for. Not just the I know, oh, I know, oh, I know, and I do, and yes, I know. It's 
the emotional feeling. It's when I sat at that lake and felt my heart chakra's color burst and just literally wept at the side of the lake and knew this was bigger than me. Just do it. You know, just do it. Just keep doing it. You know, it took two years. <laughs> keep doing it. And it did. And then it got edited three times, and I still find mistakes. <laughs> you know, but that's the that's that whole part of it. I can't get caught up in. It's just, just trust, you know. And it's crossing the line, again, between the intellectual and the emotional, getting consistent, learning how to communicate on a soul level with who you are, let it strengthens your intuition. It strengthens your immune system. It balances the nervous system. It touches you mentally, emotionally, physically through spirit. Let's put the word first through the spirit relationship. So, in many meditation books and things, this is what it's doing for everybody. But I took information, you know, and experiences and put it in and then took you through a five day process for six weeks that you would, and I give you two days off, and I say if you got 15 minutes a day, you have enough time. And then the beautiful thing is you can use the book. I really encourage going from beginning to end, and you can do the book without going through the course. That's why I put it in book form. It used to be an email correspondence course, and then eventually I realized there were people that weren't able to do the course or didn't have the time to commit, weren't going to. Why not? Put it in a book and MP3. Now I have it in audio as well. I recorded it with my own voice. And you can listen to it if you don't want to read it, you know. So it's just going to take you on a very personal journey into the relationship with who you are spiritually and humanly and learn to love the two of them. And you then, that is then your law of attraction. You know, oh, I love that. Yeah, your law of attraction completely will shift. It begins in the beginning. You don't have to get to the end. You know, one meditation, you start to raise frequency and shift your law of attraction. You know, this is what I love. I love having these conversations. Now, tell people how they can get a copy of the book. Probably the best way is to go to the website, and that's innerlightteaching.com. And right on the homepage, there's a nice write-up of Journey to Light, and there is um, actually... You can click on Journey to Light on the website and hear, read a little excerpt from the book that is on there, and it has a, you know, a lot of information. There's some testimonials for people who went through the program themselves and enjoyed the program, and it is healing. It is, it is a, it's a devotion to who you are and giving love to yourself and then experiencing the power of that true divine love that is truly what we're searching for, that peace. So if we don't make this a workbook, I kind of, Call it a workbook for the soul. It's a it's a devotion to the soul. I almost feel like I want Love to that. change the the wording a little, but it is you know it's in a workbook format, easily read. Just follow along, and and it take, teaches you about journaling after the meditations, but how to get into the emotion of your meditation. I tell people when when they're doing it, even if you're done with your meditation and you are the most distracted. I had the worst meditation. I was so distracted. That's what I want you to write. Because when you send me your little, your five days for that week, I'm going to feel and see intuitively more from that. And I'm going to show you what really went on in your meditation. That's where I come in if you take me along as an intuitive kind of uh, intuitive friend, intuitive friend with you in the journey. And, you know, that's all explained as well. So it can be done in a few different ways with me along with you or do it on your own or just use it as a reference and 
you know, sometimes I just pick it up and let whatever meditation opens up take me, you know what I mean? And I'll read it. And it's good because sometimes it's hard to, or challenging for people to slow their thoughts down. So when you read, we can read, you know, so we slow our thoughts down naturally when we read. And that's the power of using it in the book format as opposed to MP3 first. That's, I encourage the book format. I want to ask you a question uh, about Tarot. And let me just tell you where I am in my journey, just so you know. Uh, when I first started, you're going to laugh about this a little bit. I laugh at myself. I don't know if you know that about me. I do laugh at myself. I remember the first <laughs> time I, I did an interview and somebody had uh, uh, in, in their bio that they did Tarot. And I called it Tarot, right? I, I was like, I did a big old introduction of who they were, and I said, well, tell us about those tarot cards. And I, I, I let, you know, I, and honestly, my producer just looked at me and said, you didn't say that. But I've gotten a little bit, you know, more uh, conscious since that very first show. And I wanted to talk about, about tarot cards, how you use them, especially in the work that you do. Well, you know, tarot cards are amazing. I remember when, after I had had that experience with the medium, and she had said those things to me, and that you must, your mother says, you know, you're you're not using your gifts and abilities, and she will guide you to your teachers and your books, but you must choose the path. And I remember leaving going, how do you choose that? And then I told you I bought the book on channeling and nearly threw up. I mean, I just couldn't even imagine doing that, you know. And that was, you know, 18 years ago. So then I was in a metaphysical store, and I came across this little newsletter that said uh, tarot classes with this woman, Elizabeth Schumann, God bless her in spirit. I'm sure she's watching over me right now. And Uh I, I just magnetically knew I had to take that class with her. I had to call that woman and do private tarot classes. And and I called her, and I would go to her house every Tuesday at 2 o'clock. And she, the first thing she said to me when I walked in her door, she had books everywhere, and she played classical music, and we were right at her kitchen table. She was amazing, Elizabeth. I love her, love her. Thinking of her right now just brings warmth to my heart. And she said, I bet you didn't know Tarot was a spiritual tool. And I'm oh. like, no, I actually was a little worried. I was kind of going against what I should do something. And she goes, oh, it's all in how you do. Use it, respect it, and know it will open your intuition to your soul. And I remember going, wow, I didn't know I was in for all that. And she truly did. The symbols, the colors, the the metaphors in, the, in, the, in all of the whatever different cards you're using stimulates the divine eye or the third eye, which everyone knows, the psychic eye, the third eye, uh, the sixth sense. I call it the divine eye because it's a higher eye of truth and vision, and it helps you see higher truth and all. So the tarot stimulates that and opens that door. And so I used the tarot in readings for a long time, and then suddenly I would be talking and people would start coming in. So I was actually stimulating and nurturing the ability to see into the higher realm of spirit, little did I know. And then it just, I didn't need my cards anymore. I mean, I would talk to people so much that the cards didn't. So I don't necessarily use them in the readings, but I love to teach it as a tool for opening intuition, for for getting to know yourself spiritually. It's a very simple, basic way. And also, and again, for meditation. And for reading for the highest good, always. Reading for 
higher purpose and understanding into a person to help them. Oh, so oh my gosh. I got a few questions that have come in here from the listeners. I want to make sure that I, I yes. get them to you. Now with all this multimedia, of course, on your blog talk show, you know what it's like to have to pay attention to multiple things, right? Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, I have a question that came in and, and asked, uh, you know, do you see people uh, around you from the past? Uh, and then the follow-up question is, how do you ask these questions? How do you ask the questions you're talking about? Um, the questions I'm talking about? Like- yeah, I guess the questions to the people that you do see around you. Or how do you ask the questions in your meditation or to spirit? Oh, so if someone else is wanting to do this. And uh, yes. you know, I suggest to people writing, maybe start a little notebook, a little note journal, and you, you write the questions that you want insight on. And maybe on the top of the page put, you know, divine wisdom be revealed to me. You know, that's something I do in the journey. I have a little area where we're, where we go to, we go to a bench and we, and we put it out there. Put divine um, guidance, divine insight in this issue be revealed to me. Don't put all the little, don't get all hung up in every detail that you have to tell. Just divine wisdom in this relationship or divine guidance be revealed or if you're speaking to a loved one directly, you know, dedicate a journal or a notebook to them. Letters to mom. I want to ask mom this. Mom, guidance would be so appreciated. Thank you so much. Don't say please help me. Oh goodness, please help me. You know, please help, please is great for down here on earth. When you're speaking to the spirit world, will you please command it? Because your energy system is what's in the way of the answer. <laughs> They're going to answer you. They're going to, they want to tell you guidance. They're not going to always tell you what to do. They are going to tell you, give you this, this, I don't know if it's giving it to you, but surrounding a frequency around you that lets you feel the inner you that is connected to your spirit, that they can do for you. That releases you to know. It is within us to know. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is incredible. I I hope you'll come back. It is so great to have you on the show. Uh, I I mean, you know, I want to take a few minutes to get your personal message here before we wrap up. to help our, our listeners, wherever they are, whatever place they're kind of stuck at, you know, to help them find ways to see the path, what would your personal message be? And really, and I, and I hope this doesn't come across as a repetitive thing, but to get to know who you are as a spiritual being and a human being and to befriend that relationship, to nurture it every day, to see it in a child's eyes, to see it in nature, um, to, to just tune in to who you are, to embrace the power of loving who you are spiritually and physically. Stop separating. Start mm. simple. Well, Start we have that. one Write more caller. We have one more caller wanting to reach out to you. They have been trying to get in here, and they would love yes. to talk to you. Do we, Let's take them, Beth. What do you think? Yes, yes, yes. All right. Linda. Are you uh, with us? Yes, I am. Well, we have a, we have a few minutes left to the show, so you're on. I know you have a hot second. Um, I was wondering if um, hi Beth. Um, hi, if, if there are people around you, how do you know that they're there, and how do they come to you, and how do you know which ones they are? You know, are they <laughs> well, I have to tell you. First of all, when you're open and and. and it, it, you can get surrounded by a lot of energies, but 
when you, it's faith. It's faith in no, it's not even how do you know, it's believing in that they are it. It really has to start there. But then also, if you are someone that I'm picking up on that you're kind of psychic, on a psychic level, very strong, so you may pick up on a lot of them. It's not that you want things to go away, but when you meditate and you bless and you and you bring in a higher frequency around yourself, whether it's through meditation, prayer, whatever, you have you balance that. They, you can't get bombarded, and that's so important when you're already opening. And if it's, you know, they're always going to be here. It's just a faith. It, that's the key word. And maybe you know, I don't know if you're wondering if they are there. Um, but I feel someone, a male around you, and he, he seems like he worked on a lot of things like hammer and nails. He might have been that kind of guy. He could build Uh-oh. things and work on things. He's around you right now. Linda, who is that? Okay. My father. Okay. There's your proof right there. For lack of a better word, I really don't like the word proof. Have that faith. Know he's around you. You know, hopefully you had a good rapport with him, but if not, he's showing you he's here because I have people that say, well, I don't want, I wouldn't want my father to talk to me. I mean, I've heard, I've heard to hear that. And by the end of the session, they're, they're, they're happy that dad did come in, but he is showing me a rainbow. Believe in the rainbow, he says. Okay. That sounds exactly like Something about like rainbows with you. I don't know what, but something about rainbows. Okay. Thank you very, very much. That, You're that's welcome. I hope it helps. I really do. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Thank you. Have a good evening. You're welcome. Thank you, Linda. Beth, thank you so much for a fabulous show. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me here today. You are so welcome. I'd love to come back. And I have to just give you a shout-out. I love street smart spirituality. That says it all. <laughs> street all smart right. spirituality. <laughs> Thank you so much. Beth Lynch, everybody. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We're so thrilled that you did. Please make sure if you've missed any part of this amazing conversation, you go to the drpatshow.com, listen to the archive, and don't forget, you know, you still want to make sure that you're doing all the things that you absolutely are meant to do. If you can't figure it out yourself, go talk to Beth Lynch. Go to her website, innerlightteaching.com, innerlightteaching.com. We'll see you next time. Somehow 